sort of like it manifests in this really weird way but also this entirely predictable way when like a group of and i think phoebe you alluded to it like at the beginning of the show um like the group of sort of like centrist center right like uh professional commentators uh basically got mad at the new york times because they had commissioned an academic a london-based academic who specializes in like post-colonial literature um who then just wrote an art like who kind of just like wrote an article being like you know um the queen like the reputation of the queen and the royal family have pretty much been whitewashed so that like the kind despite the fact that like she was very active in both like you know maintaining like the colonial effort and also just like maintaining kind of colonial systems during uh like the post-colonial periods that her that whole legacy has kind of been whitewashed to present her as like um he didn't say this but i i i think that this is probably like a more apt like framing of it like a secondary character in like the paddington cinematic universe meanwhile <laughs> um you know the you know meanwhile like the rest of the country has kind of been or much of like the political culture around in the country is kind of like trapped in like imperial nostalgia loops that uh they don't really want to reckon with i think that's like a fairly reasonable uh, like argument to make and one that is definitely like important to engage with even if like you don't agree with it but like there were so mm. many people who like so many of like this kind of genre of person that just like absolutely fucking lost their mind uh, to the point where, like, they weren't just blaming the New York Times, that they were blaming, like, you know, oh, uh, just, like, just disliking... And they, they would have... They kind of equated that to, like, you know, oh, if you look at all the jokes that are happening about the Queen, like, we're all being done by Americans, and we thought that, like, America was, like, our ally, and, like, now we know the truth. Uh, the fact that, like, because the <laughs> Queen's... Because the Queen's death also was, like, a few days before 9-11, it was, like, this perfect kind of, like, combo of, like, oh, when 9-11 oh, happened, yeah. we were there. We supported the Americans the whole way, and now they can't even respect our Queen. Um, I think it was, like, it was very, very funny to sort of, like, watch this kind of bizarre meltdown happen in real time. And, Rebecca, I kind of just wanted to, like... was Did you, like, see any engagement, like, with that type of argument in, like, the US? And I guess, like, by extension, like, the, you know what what does this sort of suggest about like how americans sort of view britain right now or like how like some americans view britain right now well that is that like precise kind of like self-seriousness is exactly why it's so funny to make fun of it because like no one would like care that much if there weren't these like crazy defenders mm. of the queen and of like civil discourse like this is twitter this is for shit posts and like American like why should it why should Americans care about the queen like mm. well she's been here like twice I don't know I actually have no idea but <laughs> like I mean she, you know it's it's she's like she's a woman in her 90s who like is the symbol of you know something who like you know I don't think she is an evil person by any means but the idea that like we must show respect to someone else's monarch just for being like around long enough I don't know I, I mean I yeah I, I don't really have any more coherent thoughts on that. But I guess, like, that attitude of, like, you must respect us. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> well, I, I, I appreciate your diplomacy. I, I think that there, I think the entire family is ontologically evil. I'm very, very anti. <laughs> anti the, whole, the whole lot of them for, um, for, a number of, for a number of, for a number of reasons. Um, I think whenever, if you ever kind of sort of do any even sort of like kind of mild digging into what this family are actually like, uh, it's, it, it, it conflicts, shall we say, with, um, with this kind of 
slightly sort of bizarre and because it's not even kind of an image laundering it's all it's 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 a kind of collective fever dream all this stuff mm. about like all the stuff about like Paddington like that that picture with the, you know that I've, I've done my duty now take me to my husband and like okay I, again I'm assuming that the person who created this image wasn't like okay so what like, what are we saying semiotically here are we saying that Paddington is some kind of god of death who <laughs> rose the souls across because if so I'm not sure that you can like I'm not sure that you can like request a specific ticket to somewhere. They take you where they take you. I think like you can't just say take me to my husband because there there are loads of there are loads of dead people around. Like I don't think like they they just drop you off. You've got to find your husband on your own. I reckon. Mm. Um, but it's very very strange that like kind of Paddington is this sort of new introduction into this kind of I suppose kind of mass seizure of twee that has kind of, that like takes over Britain from from time from time to time. And the la- and our last really, really unpleasant experience of of a kind of of a, a sort of a mass a mass twee event was uh was at the Olympics in twenty twelve. And it's just quite a funny idea that if she had died before the skit that she was forced to do with Paddington, if that there'd been sort of pictures sort of doing the rounds of like Daniel Craig taking her, <laughs> <laughs> taking her and a corgi, um, which by the way, because there was lots of talk beforehand about how she had said that she didn't want any corgis to outlive her, which they've seemed to have, they've, they've rode that one back. Mm. And they've said the cork is going to be given to Prince Andrew, which is not what you'd want for them. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't I wouldn't. Think. I wouldn't want I wouldn't. my dog to be given to uh to to. No. Yeah. Yeah, but although I although I wonder if it's going to kind of cause a a, a a revived interest in in the noble corgi, which I like. Honestly, it's the one thing I'd be I'd be here for. I like them. I like the little. I like the little little short legs. And I like the little foxy faces. <laughs> I just think they're really good. I think they're really good dogs. Um, yeah, I think that. I think honestly, I thought the people trying to make jokes about it. Like, I thought that some of the American jokes, I thought were pretty funny. I thought the Wiz Khalifa one was pretty funny. I was like, I will, I will say that. Um, I thought quite a lot of the kind of the shit posting jokes were just a bit kind of. They just they felt a little bit formulaic, and this is an. This brings me to I want to share with you both my favorite my favorite post about the queen um after after the news after the news of her death I'm just going to stick it in the Zencaster chat okay. now Rebecca I'm excited for this um and the reason that th- this is my favorite post oh, my favorite this death is so post, good okay <laughs> is that it is completely serious. This is a hundred times funnier than even the most dedicated shit poster could ever come up with. And <laughs> it is it is of course friend of the friend of the show, Andrew Lillico, yes. who I love yeah. with my life. Just just like just before you kind of continue, yeah. Andrew Lillico, friend of the show, frequent character of the show. The last time I remember speaking about Andrew Lillico, it was when he did that weird thread about like whether you whether it was Christian to have sex with whether whether it would be theologically okay in the Christian doctrine to have sex with an alien, 
he is he is a like he is he is an absolutely incredible person he has for whatever reason he has carved himself out a career as a kind of relatively respected commentator so if you're like a normal person and if you've heard of Andrew Lillico, you would just think, oh, well, oh, he's that guy who writes for the Times and the Telegraph. Like he's he's just a kind of a regular center right person. If you're a poster, you know him as somebody who periodically has these kind of horny displays and he does them in public. Um, <laughs> there was a really, really great one a few years ago where he was talking about talking about how uh, how. Uh, the niqab was not a um, was sort of failed in its mission statement because they make women look really sexy and that's not what they're supposed to do. And when people started saying this is a weird thing to say, man, he properly he dug his heels in and yeah, and the uh, the uh, if yeah, if you met an alien, could you fuck it? Um, uh, was it was just it was an, just an incredible day of posting and uh, what he. <laughs> what he's decided to go with is um what he's decided to go with in the uh you know in order to in order to indicate his um his respect and grief for the passing for the passing of the monarch um was to say <clears throat> at times like this one notice the details one might otherwise ignore like how perfect her eyebrows are here <laughs> so he has he has locked he's locked probably wiser he has locked replies on this, <laughs> on this he is not open to feedback of any kind 